1: Life's so full on, I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Uh, Joining us now is uh, Peter Alatini, former All Black Course uh, midfield legend. How you doing, Peter?
0: Good afternoon, gents. Very good, thanks, uh, Ricardo.
1: It's a story, mate. My boys might have a, a, a a few... decisions to make around that 12-13 combo after the weekend. Um, you know, Quinn obviously going out that knee injury. We'll talk more about that. But David Harvelli, the head knock as well. I mean, if it's up to you, who are you putting in 12 if David Harvelli's not available for, for the next game?
0: Great question, Cardo. I think for me, and I've always been drumming the beats around RTS having a crack. And I think it's, um, and, and personally, just, just thinking what he can bring to the table in the midfield um, I just feel at the moment we, even with 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 what we've had of Elie Quintipaya, I feel just with the with the defence we're facing, or it might be the game plan. In fact, that, that we're kind of trying to bash in, the, in an area where it's really solid in defence, and um, and we, you know, we've we've tried the kicking game a couple of times, which is still in play. But for me, just and Geordie did a great job when he came in at twelve. But I'd I'd love to see RTS there to to, to have a crack for this test. And then with Rico, because I feel Rico, I feel Rico's starting to really grow. And one of the questions I had around Rico was his defence and the way he's reading. But some of the defence he's been putting on in the last few tests has just been short of outstanding, mate. I,
2: I couldn't agree any more. I think RTS, it's his time to shine. Uh, I, I look at what Aussie did last week by bringing back um, Foley, and what that said. To, what that said to every young number ten in the country who'd been playing Super Rugby was basically, um, you're not good enough, and we'd rather get someone else. in. You know it's Rogers. It's Rogers' time. He's been in the squad all year. He's, he hasn't played a lot of games. There's injuries now, and, and this is what you got to do. You have got to put him in. Otherwise, you're saying to him, "We, we, we don't rate you," and um, that shouldn't be the case.
0: I, I totally agree, you, um, Steve. Because look, I think I think the games that he's been able to, to, to put away, he's got some um, game under his belt. He's not going in. He's not going in um, stone cold as such. And, and I think he's done enough. And in, in, in the games that he's played at, in Auckland. To be given a shot, and and totally agree. I mean, I think there was, you know, back in the day, the, the hardest thing of being selected in All Black is, is to be given a chance, right? And you 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 feel, you're, you know, you're part of it, but you don't actually feel part of it until you get a, a certain crack. And this is kind of, oh, I'm speaking on my person's behalf as a 12. um, How hard it was the first year in '99 to be selected, but not really given the utmost opportunity to, to give it a good crack. And and that didn't come to a whole year later. But I'm saying that we've got someone who's class. He's got class written all over him. And we just need to give him a chance. And I think he's, he's ready for a good step up. And, and no better way to be at Eden Park against Australia at home.
2: Mate, you're... The rush defences these days, you know, you've played you, you, play you spent a lot of time in the midfield. Uh, we struggle against the rush defence. And um, how, uh, other than using good feet, how do you beat it?
0: I agree, mate. I think there's... We've, with the rush defence, and especially I think at times two, is our 10 so flat that, it, that it's taking away the time and space for us to do anything in the middle? Um, the other side is that with guys with good feet, with, with a rush defence, I think guys with good feet, could, if they see it early enough, are able to react better to get still get behind the line. And when we get behind the line in that time, that's when, when that rush defence gets out of sorts, right? Because, yeah. because the guys are playing high out on the edge. Then we get an opportunity for them backpedaling, and if it's quick enough ball, then we really attack that space where they try to um, that, that they're kind of kind of backtracking on. But I think the other the other thing is at times too with with where we're at, if we can get it early enough into Rico's hands, yeah, that's yeah. you know, if we get it enough into Rico's hands, then I think we could we can play a little bit more around that space where where we can really smash that that high defence if we we can kind of get it into his hands and, and do. a bit of moves around and manipulate the defense that way. I reckon, I reckon we're doing it too close, which gives easy reads from, from the edge uh, on a defense place. They see the play go happening.
2: You look at the, you look at the Rico's best game was the second match against Argy, where he just turned people because he, he was attacking the ball. He was at full noise (laughs) when he caught it, you know, and it's, it's too hard. It's too hard to stop him when he's at full (laughs) noise. And, yeah, exactly. i really struggle with this flat attack thing. I, I just doesn't, it mm. doesn't suit us. No one in Super Rugby is doing it, and we get to the All Blacks, and then we start trying to do it. Just, mate, it just doesn't work.
0: And, and I've seen it even in some of the Bunnings games. We've got the 10 hitting so flat. They've got no option but to take it up. It's like a 10 up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, you know? So I think we need, to, we need to just check a bit, give them more time and space. Because that's where we're And Like you said, with Rico ball in hand at the moment, giving up time, He's having the ability to really, you know, damage, damage, and fracture those those those, uh, those fast defence, and, and just giving him enough time to do things. And other guys from the back are able to read a better line to hit holes. Yeah, and I think that's where we're struggling when when, when it comes to that space.
2: And mate, in our own defence, on the weekend, I noticed Caleb Clark rushed in a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you think we're trying to do it ourselves now? I, I think goal line D. Quite possibly, we're trying to go up and in now
0: yeah in goal on d i think there's there's um there's position there we can really put pressure to force force in, uh the opposition and execution but i think that the, the key to that is that um the key to that is that i think we i mean uh Caleb was way too tight he was like right on on the side and then i think because because we're defending out at it thirteen i think that puts a bit of stress as well on on, on, on to understand that read as, as such. So I think it's it's definitely Caleb was way too tight and then and then sometimes if you do remember with the rush defense if you don't commit the minute you hesitate, that's the opportunity for the attack A eh? and he did that in that first play where they played the back door and he kinda of stopped it and hesitated and by the time he came up the ball was gone. Thankfully Rico had covered that through. But that second time, because him and Wanga were tight well, I had to go on the outside, but Callis got too much class and he ended up getting that choice. So, definitely a part where I think when you're deep, I, I think when you're outside that, that mid-22 and stuff, I think there's an ability there to keep good spacing and yeah. still be able to, to force a man. But I think when you're on the line, of course, you'll probably do man on. Um, but then you got to, there's no room to shift. You just come up hard. Yeah. You just gotta pick the man and come up hard and, and go man.
2: I, I think I think that was our worst defensive effort uh this year. Mm. Defensively we, we scored thirty seven points and almost lost the test match, which is you know, that that's a serious concern for me. Yep.
1: Yeah, I I, I
0: totally agree
1: with with you. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, Peter, I mean, the other idea that has been floated for our 12 situation is to put Sevi Reese on the wing, Will Jordan at fullback, and Geordie into 12. Is that moving too many pieces around, do you think? Do you like Geordie at 12?
0: Look, the thing is, for me, with Geordie at 12, uh, unless we use him, I don't want him to, because it's not working us dashing in that midfield. It's, it's just not doing anything. Um, it's not, uh, we're not getting the, the, the yards that I think they, they think we're getting because usually they have their strongest defender in that space. And as we've seen, even when Dalton took it up, uh, you know, we've got strong runners. And yet when you run into like Valentini and and, um, and the other forwards within that space, it's a guarantee that one, he doesn't make the line, then, then they actually pressure on that ball. So for me, if, if we do play Geordie there, we've got to execute him because he's got a great passing game, mate. And he's got a great kicking game. So how do we utilize, like Haveli has? But you know, I just feel when we put those 12, we we're sending a message that we're going to bash it in that middle midfield. Hence why I'm more, I'm more happier to have RTS there. And, and i actually, I'd love to have Will Jordan at the back, a fullback for this game. Yeah, I'd, I'd put RTS top and have have, have Will Jordan at the back, and probably have have Jordy uh, come off the bench.
2: I'd have mate. I'd have Jordy. I'd just have Jordy on on the wing f- for attack play him as yeah. a like imagine bringing him off the blindside winger you're gonna he's gonna he's gonna hold bodies right you, you you use him as a decoy as a blindside winger in the line he's gonna hold that midfield then you hit rico quickly uh the blindside winger will rush in on the person outside of rico and you just miss it to, to open side winger and you score every single time with that with that open with their winger rushing in on d you know it's it's a simple move i, I can't believe they haven't we don't see more of it getting the but ball to 13
0: but- I agree, but even even like the late, you know, back in the day, that and, and King Carlos was greater with the Ronnie, Whereas he plays say that it's, it's, it's like a, a, a real delayed return ball, because they can't push right, and if they push, the third thing just goes. Yeah. And if you, you get into those hands and get like those late late little return plays back inside, I find I find those hold the defense rather than the backdoor balls nowadays because yeah. the defense is that fast up and they're quite they come quite direct. So these when they come quite direct, you can hold them and actually the perfect one is for the third end to get smashed and then he's taken out, then then we're forcing a decision on the outside on the outside men.
2: Yeah. So So then
0: like you said, with Will Jordan, he'll be he'll be flipping, thriving with that with that ball in the space.
2: Mate, he's too good he's too good of an attacking player to have wasted on the wing and and to be on one side of the field, you know, the whole time. You can have him at full back on attack and he can be on both sides of the field and it's just crazy not crazy not to use him there.
1: Yeah, uh, what's your take, Peter, on a couple of things, a couple of controversial decisions in the match? Uh, we'll get to the to, to the time-wasting one in a minute, but um, <laughs> Swain on Tupia. I mean, I looked at that, and the way he wrapped his arm first before he did it, that looked incredibly deliberate, like, I'm tr- going to try and take this guy's knee out, I'm going to try and hurt him. Yeah. Um. Yep. I mean, I, I think... From the side. From the side. That's more than a yellow, isn't it?
0: Oh, 100%, mate. Look, we're getting, we're getting red cards for collisions of head collisions which are accidental. Where it's really late and, and and that's hard to control when when two heads collide, right? On on a step or, or a late reaction to it to an But when you've got someone who's deliberately like, like Swain did from the side and, and take out his knee mate. And the worst thing is that we don't know, I mean yet three months, but you know, that's that's another you know, we know when knees go down, you know, it takes an inch off your performance every mm-hmm. time. So I mean, he should have got a red because of the intention that he was going in with. He was going to hurt him. There's no doubt about that. It wasn't about cleaning him out so he can be clear. He was going through to to, to just take that leg out and and obviously he succeeded. But, I mean, to just get a yellow, it should have been a red um, through and through.
2: Yeah, Swain Swain got a red card earlier in the year for a headbutt. Uh, That was Mm. a pretty average headbutt. uh, Multiple head collisions that have been just that, collisions and no intent whatsoever. And then finally we have... Some like intent, there, there was every bit of intent to fold his body onto his knee yeah. there from the side, and it's a yellow card. I was, I was in disbelief, I couldn't believe that was the biggest yeah. act of thuggery I've seen in probably four or five years on a rugby field. Mm. And he gets a yellow card
1: for it, yeah. He, he has I, been cited, he has totally been cited, do. so yes, he has been cited. So
0: hopefully, hopefully, judiciary will do right by that because we can't send a message every time you know when guys are getting deli- you know deliberately um, injured. It's just it's just not good look for for our game in he, general. I mean it's hard enough to draw numbers in our game, right? He sh- for our kids.
2: He should have got he the, the yellow, yellow card. card. He- he should have got the yellow card for the uh, contact to the head in the ruck prior, yeah. and then he stands up and yeah. blows in on someone's knee. Should have yeah. been a yellow card. It should have been two. See you later, right. buddy.
1: Yeah, gone Yeah, I agree, hundred 100%, percent. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Um, the, the other one, of course, was uh, the time wasting call from the referee at the end. Peter, we've talked a bit about it. What, what was your take? <laughs> well, what was wrong with it, mate? We won.
0: <laughs> 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 but. No I, jokes, but um, <laughs> so, okay. Look, i you know you, you constantly hear refs. Um, I think the biggest surprise was c- he took action to it. Every ref keeps telling players not to waste time, not to waste time. But th- th- this ref took action to it, and and if it's been spoken about, I've got no qualms around it. It was huge. It was a huge decision. I get it. Um, and the other side was that we still had to score the try off the scrum. Um, you know, uh, give a So it was a it was a huge decision. But I think for our game going forward, we, I suppose it's got to be consistent. I think it's the only thing. Okay, this, this cannot be you know, just for this game now. So if, if this is the case, then, then it should be consistent across the, the rest of the competition.
2: I, I feel, and the best way to get a read on things sometimes is if you put your own team. So I feel like if the All Blacks would have coughed up that penalty and the ref did it to yeah. the All Blacks, I would have been angry and upset. But now at the same time, having been back through it, I still think the referee's probably done the right thing just yeah he's, he's made the right call probably not in the right time like there's plenty yeah
0: yeah that's i agree there and you know the, the other side to it too was it must have been loud enough because the guys outside and were calling him to hurry up and kick the ball yeah um the different reactions of the guys outside that to me kind of showed that there, that there was clear communication from the ref going across across the board you know even keller from our fullback was yelling out to hurry up and kick the ball. Yeah, I. totally I, so I, I agree, I, but I totally agree with you. Probably the right decision, maybe at the right time, probably not. But like I said before, too, I'm glad that that happened. Yeah, Everyone-
2: I, <laughs> I've taken some great satisfaction from the frustrations of my Aussie mates over the last uh, 24 hours, mate. I've I've just had a I've had a hell of a day yesterday. I really enjoyed it.
1: It's ter- you're a terrible <laughs> man, Steve. Hey, uh, Peter, before we let you go, before we let you go, we should. Uh, right. uh, there, there's a, che- a, a text that's come through from Shane as well, which uh, I noticed at the time as well. I, I hadn't brought it up, but um, he said that the All Blacks, you know, not only were we obviously had problems with defence, but uh, offensively, we probably left three tries out there as well. And one of them yep. was when Rico, uh, we had a massive overlap. And he really should have just gunned gunned at the hole and drawn the outside man and then put Bowden into space. But he threw the pass too early and then Bowden got tackled. Uh, I mean, yeah. Where are you at the moment on where Rico is as an inside player as opposed to a winger?
0: Mate, I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. I said my my biggest thing is his attack will look after itself as he goes through in this position. It was more around his defence reads, understanding um, in terms of who he takes, and, and also around his decision making, you know, I've been able to push. But in the last few tests, he's been really, really solid in, in that position. And now for him, it's just it's, it's more not the attacking, it's, it's decision making now with ball in hand, when to pass, how much space does he take, and just understanding all the time that he's, he's creating space for outsides as well. Um, and and I agree with that. Try if he'd just taken through, he would have drawn everyone, and then Bodie would have been on the post. I'd say with that um, rather than, than passing that early, so. I I reckon he is our man at thirteen at the moment. And I think the more you play the better you get. And you just need the right twelve inside him.
2: Yeah, we just gotta remember he's only young, eh? He's still twenty three, yeah, I think. Yeah. So he's, he's got plenty yeah, to man. come. Christ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. sickening you just saying his age. Oh yeah. God. yeah. Mate,
2: we think he should we you know we we think of him as a seasoned, you know, campaigner. He's he's a yeah, kid it's still, it's mate. It's he's right. still he still yeah. hasn't grown yet. Like there's plenty more to come, man. Just we just gotta give him time and be
1: patient. There you go. Hey Peter, That's thanks right. very That's much it. for coming on, mate.
0: Hey mate, thank you so much. Always a pleasure talking to you, Um Have a excellent, have a great uh, rest of the show.
1: Yeah, we'll do, mate. We'll do. What's, what's your what's your pick for the second test? Nah, we
0: got it, bro. We're home.
1: We're we in the park.
2: We need so, a bonus point, right? So. Uh,
0: so yeah, the boys boys are to go hundies, and I think they'll be. Well, we the hope they'll be really excited to 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 finish the championship on a high.
1: Yeah, All Blacks by twenty. You heard it. Your first Peter Alatini just said it. There you go. <laughs> cheers, <laughs> cheers, Go well, brother.